Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Achtung Law, broadcasting from the beautiful South Berlin. Except no substitute. And that noise you can hear in the background of the boys are back in town is the signal for today's game here, dear listener, at Parkview Road for the Eerif Derby in the Skeffel Premier Division between Eerif and Belvedere and Eerif Town. My name is Michael Avery and we're here for Acton Grassroots. Uh, back at Parkview Road after a couple of weeks' absence and after a little recent visit to the combined can is with Beckenham Town. So before the game starts, we can see Eerif and Belvedere, the home team in their blue and white, slightly different from their orange and white a while ago against Erith Town in their red and black strips. Erith and Belvedere, sixth place in the table going into the game. Played 35, won 19, drew 5, lost 11. Goals scored 73, goals conceded 63. And they have a rather respectful 62 points from 35 games. Uh, the management team, um, including Danny Murphy, who we spoke to for the pod a while back, has unfortunately uh, parted ways with the club after a, a big result against Chatham, which we'll talk about later on. And Erith Town is managed by Adam Woodward, who recently signed the three-year down at um, three-year down a three-year deal at Erith Town so uh, very very popular and well thought of uh, member of the club and someone we've had on our podcast as well great guy um, he's longest service manager at the club too just quickly before we go into this game the last five fixtures so Erith and Belvedere they had that 10-1 away defeat at, um, now recently promoted Chatham Town they won against Burstead 2-1-1 uh, 2-1 at home they beat Canterbury City which we covered for this podcast 3-1 they lost against Hollands and Blair away 2-1 and beat Canterbury City 2-1 away and we're about to have a minute silence so I'll quickly run through these bits um Drew, uh, Irith and Tan drew 1-0 with K Sports at home. They lost 1-0 away at Kennington. Uh, they lost 2-1 recently to Punjab United. They drew 2-0 Dill Town and they won 1-0 against Hollands and Blair. We are now going to do a minute silence for um, somebody connected to Irith and Belvedere. Um, so this will be the cue for the end of the recording. And then we'll start again when we kick off. Uh, so updates, as usual, on Acton Grassroots are to follow. A well-observed minute silence there um, at Parkview Road and we're about to get underway shortly. Um, I'm currently with Avery Junior number two because Avery Junior number one is enjoying the fun day so we'll have to get your uh, your insights. So what do we think today's game is going to go with a big derby? Because remember last time we saw these two teams play each other at Irith Town, it was 2-0 to Irith and Belvedere. So what do we reckon in this game, mate? 1-0 um, to Irith Town. You think Irith Town are going to nick it the away team, yeah? Yeah. Ooh, but that's the thing with this division, isn't it? From what we've seen, anyone can really beat anyone, can't they? Or, or nick a result here and there. Yeah. Yeah. So what? First half goal, second half goal. Um. Uh. Second half 
second half goal. Second half goal. Okay, so a, a quiet first half we're predicting, or, or a goalless, maybe not quite goalless um, first half we're predicting here. There are a lot of people here. Um, for a non-league game which as I always say is good to see um, there's actually more here than there was at the recent non-league game uh, non-league day game between Irith and Belvedere and uh, Canterbury City but we're going to get on with this we're going to enjoy it it's a local derby should be some big big tackles here and this has been built up all week so really hopefully uh, we'll get a good game of football as I said before we will be checking in when there are action I'm going to stick my neck out and say oh, I think Erith Town may nick this 2-1, uh, but we will see. We're nearly at 10 minutes into the game now and it's, it's been a little bit, not, not cage is the wrong word, but both teams are very uh, very disciplined, uh, keeping the ball well both sides, knocking it about pretty nicely. They're looking for that ball over the top um, that isn't really being delivered ultimately, but at the moment there's not masses of quality like through ball but a corner's coming in now for here from Belvedere will stay with this a header at the back post and it just goes wide for a goal kick um, for the first real chance of the game Erith Town definitely not overawed by the occasion or the fact there's a big crowd here from here from Belvedere which I can presume are here from Belvedere fans um, but it's again they're not, they're not overawed by the occasion very well disciplined seem like they, they know they've got a bit of a job to do here and, and, and they're going to do it so although there's not much actual real through passes or near chances or goal match action it's, it's a very good game if you like to watch good two good structured football teams um, at, at their um, at doing what they do at their best really uh, there's no nothing too rash nothing irrational no silly passes um, a lot of the balls that are being played yeah there's a ball there for example a nice 30 40 yard pass from the goalkeeper to the midfielder but again, it's a ball he knows he can play, so he, he plays it. We'll, we'll keep with it. It seems to be going quite, uh, quite not quite is the wrong word, but again, there's not huge amounts of action, but it's only a matter of time. It's non-league football, ladies and gentlemen. You only need one goal, don't you? One goal in non-league football, or someone to slip. And then that's it. Oh, and this, that could have been the moment the keeper sliced it for Ira from Belvedere. But yeah, again, calm and composed from the ball, and the ball's out. Erith Town now with a free kick that's just been lofted into the box after a fa- Oh, keeper's held it well. It was a little bit of a scramble there. A free kick was given on the edge of the box. It was floated into the far post. A little bit of backwards and forwards. Keeper come out and got it well. And, um, yeah, so it still remains nil-nil. But, as I said earlier on, we've had, we had that corner earlier on from Erith and Belvedere where it looked, looked dangerous and a dangerous-looking free kick there. So, there is action. Will there be goals, though? That's the question. Will there be goals? We don't know. And we have our first goal of the game. It is an absolute, utter piece of class from Eric from Belvedere. They get the ball well um, from a counter-attack from what was an offside um, call um, by Eric Town. The player left it. The centre-back picks up the ball, plays it down the left-hand side, um, runs well down the ring. I think it was the number nine. Was it the number nine? Uh, yep, yep. Number, so, yeah, yeah number, number nine cuts inside, has one touch, beats the Eric Town defender and beautifully curls it into the top corner, the far corner from... Uh, um, basically the keeper's got absolutely no chance big roar from the crowd 1-0 to Eriffel Vidir really really good goal uh, cannot emphasise enough how well it was took um, the, like, again when you when you watch non-league football no Danny Lear they're number 9 but I tell you what I was just about to say there sometimes when you watch the non-league football sometimes a player takes a couple of touches or you know maybe it takes them a little bit of a while to get the ball out of their feet but one touch Great goal, one touch, bang, top corner, can't knock it. Really, really well done. 
Era of Town are really starting to turn the screw a bit here as well. We've just had Era of Town run through really well. Um, and unfortunately, they, unfortunately for them, we've got to be, but we're, we're unbiased on Acton Grassroots, unbiased. Um, but unfortunately for them, they um, the keeper pulled off a good save, and then just then they cut in in the box, pulled a ball, uh, smashed the ball across the box, and all it was is one of those where you just need anyone to touch it, and it goes in. But unfortunately, no one did, so it didn't go in. But that's that's the sort of thing we're seeing at the moment. They are slowly, slowly getting closer and closer to the goal. Um, Era from Belvedere have had a couple of chances where a long ball's gone over the top, and if it was just for a better touch, you'd see the goalkeeper tested a bit more, or at least the centre forward uh, bringing the ball. Down and having a try, so that I would be very surprised if this stays at one nil. Um, I could, I can maybe see Irith Town on their current um, sort of way they're playing, maybe nicking one here. Um, but I do also see Irith and Belvedere getting a couple. I'm actually going to be the curse of the commentator now and stick my neck on the line, but. I can't see this stand one nil. I'd be very surprised if it does. But remember this voice note and what an idiot I am if this does stay one nil. And we have our equaliser, ladies and gentlemen, in this game. It is now Erith and Belvedere one, Erith Town one. A shot from the left hand side, just just inside the box, stings the hands of the goalkeeper, and the goalkeeper can't hold on to it. But he palms it down, manages to save it well. I thought the initial shot was in. Palms it down well and the captain, the full team, just follows it up really nicely and puts it back across goal. Oh, I got the number wrong. I think it's the number seven instead. But he um, he puts it back across goal into the bottom corner. One all. Can't, can't be stopped. And another big cheer from the crowd. So... He might get heated. Might get heated, ladies and gentlemen. We've got rival fans in the same area. Oh, it's all going to go off. Ultras. There might be ultras. One all. Nearly half time. Up. 14? Or was it? Oh, I thought it was 14. But then someone said 7. Oh, wherever it was, here from Belvedere have scored. Up the Dockers. And the referee has indicated there will be one minute of added on time. And with, within this minute of added on time, Erith and Belvedere have a free kick, I'd say about 10 yards outside the box, just um, on the left if you're looking at the goal. The referee now is walking out the wall. Um, and the Erith Town team are walking back. The seven for Erith and Belvedere is lining up. It looks like it's going to take it, but I think it might be the left-footed player. Um, the eight who's going to swing it in um, looking down but perfectly on the line with the lino to be fair so we can see down here the ball's going to come in now lovely cross into the box a deep box on the far post headed back across oh no one there on the end of it really good work there from here from Belvedere um, should have really done more with it than that and uh, there's, there's probably the last chance of the half um, Tanner on the counter attack ball's gone back to the Belvedere goalkeeper yeah he's just playing it around with the left back now so, uh, balls up the line to the left midfield. It referee should blow any minute now for half time. Um, we'll stay with this because there seems to be a bit of action now. Rear of Town have got the ball back on the counter. Uh, ball's been played through to the 11. Looking over to the line, oh, the flag's gone up for offside. So that's been stopped there. Um, good, well done by the line, the flag went up nice and quick and signalled. This will probably be the last attack of the game as I said there or the game the half should I say um, it's been a good half so far from, from both teams uh, one always probably the deserved result even though I think Irith Belvedere might might have just nicked it slightly when it comes to quality and chances but Irith Town certainly not out of the game and um, with the half time we're about to blow soon it's been, been a good half so keep with it keep with us um, don't press pause or, or go on to the next show 
because you know you think this has been dull. It's been a good game and a good advertisement for Scaffold Premier Division. So we will check back in in the second half, unless something happens in the next 10 seconds. Achtung, Mehlball. So we're back here for the second half now, and there's been a little bit backwards and forwards again early on. Um, again, as well, it's a good little atmosphere. A lot of people here. It's, it's good. In the sun, sun's shining. Beautiful day for football. Um, you can get a couple of beers downstairs, as I've said before, at this ground to bring them up to you. But I thought just do a little bit of a summary of the other teams in the division, because we're coming to the end of the season now. Promotions and relegations have been confirmed. So basically, firstly, congratulations to Sheppey United and Chatham Town, who have both been promoted. Uh, Sheppey have been pretty much top the table and near the top all season and they battled it out with Glebe at the start and even Erif Tan and Erif Belvedere had a spell uh, where they were in sort of third and fourth respectively but Sheppey have done well to stay there all season and Chatham were up up against teams like Glebe uh, and you know, I'm not exactly a massive expert in the non-league, but Glebe were one of the favourites to get promoted. So the fact that they've they've picked them to that place is well done. And just for interesting stats here, Sheppey, Sheppey United, they've played 35 games, both of them, and uh, Sheppey have scored 93 goals. Chatham have scored 111, and in 35 games each, that's incredible. So they're both going to go into the Isthmian League, uh, North or South, depending on where they're placed and how those are positioned. So in the, um, in, in the same sort of category of league as uh, the VCD Athletics. So, you know, depending on how promotions and relegations go over the next few years, you could see those those teams playing against each other. Uh, Glebe and Dill are in third and fourth, and obviously next season they could be the ones who are looking for the title. Glebe, we know, put a lot of money in. I think they had Jamie Philpott down there, who scored quite a few goals as well. And with Glebe, what cost them really was the amount of draws they had. They only lost one game more than Sheppey and Chatham. They they lost uh, three, whereas Sheppey and Chatham only lost two. But they've had eight draws, um, and that could be the reason why they lost their pace at the top of the table. Uh, Tower Hamlets are relegated. Next season will be in Scaffold First Division. Um, but Lordswood are actually um, down there with them, are still in the shaft, stand up. And they're only three points off Rustle, who are in 18th place on 23 points. So hopefully, hopefully um, for them, uh, Lordswood could stay up. Stansfield, um, another Bermondsey team, have been promoted from the first division. They've got 84 points from 35 so far. Um, as we know, Stansfield, I think they were Stansfield Boys Club. So they've got links in the Bermondsey Rod Drive area. I think it's around sort of Tower Bridge Road, around there. Um, and they played in a recent derby against Fisher in the Cup. And uh, next season they'll be playing against Fisher in the Scaffold Prem. So that'll be uh, an interesting few derbies in Scaffold, along with these sort of Erith derbies and um, some of the other places like Chatham, Rochester and all that kind of stuff so keep your eye on the Scaffold division um, there's there's plenty of ups and downs and obviously some teams come down from the Ithmian level um, to touch as well on the non-league Welling, Welling have really struggled this year they're, they're currently bottom of the uh, National League South or was the Conference South or whatever it was called back then so you know, it's uh, it's certainly an interesting time to keep keep around the non-league, especially if you're in the sort of south-east London, sort of Kent area. There's a lot of action, a lot of movement. Um, I think really aside from sort of Fisher and maybe sort of Phoenix teams like that, uh, a lot of teams are moving around, you know, through promotions, relegations, that kind of stuff. Um, and it, it really is a good division to watch here if Tanner throw on goal, beat you off side track roll. Um, but done well there. So, as I said, keep around the scaffold divisions. I mean, they really are worth worth an eye on. And, and even if you do it at the start of the season, there's a bit of a laugh. Just follows like one team. Uh, just 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 to keep it interesting. Uh, you know, anyone could beat anyone down here. I mean, at, at the start of the season, Gleba home and dry. Now they've finished third. You know, Erith Town, who we're watching today, while keeping out. Uh, 
keep an eye out for. They, they, had a, they had a poor start, then they had a really, really good spell of unbeaten runs, and, that, and now they're, they're in sixth, seventh place. So it really is a good division to watch. It, it, the, the standard is higher, and as we've said before, when it comes to sort of cost-effective-wise, um, today's game, it's uh, the last game of the season, Dan here for here from Belvedere, like home game anyway, and they uh, have done like a family fun day for Easter. So you walk in, there, there's ice cream for kids, there's um, like a sort of like bluff inflatable thing for um, kids to shoot uh, uh, footballs at, you know, with the little circles, um, target practice. You walk into the bar area, which has been refurbed, and there's all tables laid out, loads of Easter things around the pitch. You'll see um, an Easter egg hunt. So there's so much to do here. And for the cost of the entire family to get in, um, it cost us £10 for two adults and three children. £10, ladies and gentlemen, for a game in the sunshine which is a decent level of football, which all the kids will enjoy. So, enjoy it. Enjoy the non-league game, enjoy the non-league football, and uh, maybe some of you listeners will see some of us, me, me, Nick Harry, Mike Hayden, you know, Aaron Paul, who'll see us down in some of these grounds next year. So, give it, give it a look, follow a team, as I said, and it will make it a bit more interesting for you. Here is Town now with a corner um, on the, if you're looking at the goal, right-hand side. Um, after a mistake from the goalkeeper, let, um, let Eric Tan in. The corner is lofted in. Met in the air. Oh, it's in! That, that's in! Oh, he's not... He, he's given the goal! Oh, there was a moment of controversy, basically. Ball was beautifully lofted over. Um, the six, the defenders rose up really, really well. And the good thing where we sit in our own little bird poo corner. The ball was hit the, he's met it really nicely. The ball's hit the bar, bounced down, and, and, and not in a silly way. From here, you, it's, it's a good angle, so you can see it's gone in. Erif Town have celebrated. The Lino's flag hasn't gone up. The referee has hesitated. I thought they were going to play on, even though it did, did go in. Um, but the referees, to his credit, thought about it, blew the whistle, give the goal. 2-1 to Erif Town, which was the pre-match prediction. And also, we did say in the first half at 1-0, didn't we, that there wouldn't be too many more goals. But I did think... Chris, did you think for a second he weren't going to give that? I think when he, went, when he looked over to the lino and uh, the flag level went to the lino, I thought that he was going to just play on. Yeah, yeah, so did I. It was the right decision because it was in. Yeah. So there we are. That's, that's, uh, that's Chris from the local area. I won't give his surname for GDPR reasons. But Wellins Chris, um, as, as the uh, official VAR, along with me and about 25 other people. But 2-1 to Mirror Town, shot from Mirror Belvedere over the bar. But yeah, what what a 90s... Yeah, yeah, it's probably my motorist here, yeah. Um, yeah, you'll be all right, you got the bus. Um, 90 seconds of, uh, of action there, but 2-1 to Mirror Town and... Uh, Oh, this will make it interesting. It, it'll be interesting to see if you, if we listen, anyone listens to this who, who doesn't follow Eric and Sand and Eric Belvedere's social medias. When you listen to this, have a little check, go back and watch, and just to see what the managers might say. Because I'm not sure if Eric Belvedere may feel hard done by. They might be the bigger people and say it was in, or they didn't see it or anything like that. But yeah, it's it's, it's an interesting one. Like I said, there was a good 10-20 second gap where uh, the ref didn't give that goal. But it's two-one now. And we continue with this game. So just another uh, quick voice note while there's a break in play. So on Wednesday, the 18th of May, it's the uh, Plumster Challenge Cup, which is a really, really big deal um, at the grassroots level. When I say grassroots, I actually mean more sort of Sunday league-ish level, um, 
not not this sort of scaffold level, but more more sort of the sort of park stuff. But it is the Plumstead Challenge Cup, which is a really historical cup um, for for the area for Westfar. Um, Oh, they nearly scored again there, area, from, area of town. But it's a really historical trophy um, for for teams in the local area. And it's also one of the cups which is an invitation, so other teams are invited along to it as well. Um, and what is a nice thing as well for, for referees all season is whoever's the sort of highest-ranked referee on points, Harry's been awarded by teams um, he's officiated the highest ranked referee for the entire season has the honour of refing the game um, so it's a huge deal not just for the players but for the referee as well it's one of those games that you want to be a part of and um, and I was in a recent referees meeting with Westfar when that was unveiled and um, it, it really was an honour for the guy who won it <laughs> weren't me but it was a real honour for the guy who won it and uh, really really delighted for him so if you can get down to the game as I said it's um, 18th of May it will be at VCD Athletic and as I said it's probably the biggest game uh, cup wise certainly um, in the sort of Westford calendar um, because of, of just sort of how big a deal it is, how historic the trophy is and the fact you know you are getting the absolute statistically and I actually mean sort of statistically best referee all season in charge so um, Keep, keep your eye out on the Westford website or Twitter page for details. Uh, as I said, Plumstead Challenge Cup, I think it's around a five or whatever it is. Um, I was I ran the line the other day in a cup final with the uh, uh, Level 4 Brickwork Trophy. And uh, it was about a five to get in for spectators to watch in this fantastic atmosphere. And, and this cup final is, is going to be bigger than that. So, uh, so get down there if you've got a free Wednesday evening and you're in the local area. You'll see two of probably the, the better if not best non-Sunday League sort of sides in, in different regions and boroughs taking part with statistically the best match official all season. So I'll be there. If any of you fancy going along as well, I'll see you there. Ear of Town there, very, very close to uh, scoring a third. Um, some lovely work on the right-hand side. A ball was played through to a player who was in about 10, 15 yards offside. He left the ball. A player's run through um, from an onside position, run down the line. Lino's got his spot on. Flag's not gone up or the other chap weren't in the field play. Cross has come across goal. Um, a player's come onto the far post. I believe it was the 15 um, for Irif Town. It's come onto the far post, but it's just a little bit too far. I'm not, I'm not talking like Paul Gascoigne levels of just stick your toe out and get it, but you know, if he, if he would have really sort of busted the gut and committed, he would have got to it. So it was close to being 3 1. Um, Irif Town, I have been the better side this half. Um, so it has swung slightly in their favour, whereas Irif and Belvedere were the better side in the first half. Here in Belvedere have had a couple of chances though to be fair. There was one that was tipped over the bar about five minutes ago by the goalkeeper superbly well. Um, so um, it is still pretty even but Town doing a great job shut, um, shutting up shop, keeping them out and now I've said that Irith and Belvedere on the attack but Irith and Belvedere are struggling to get through that back line. They're struggling to um, like really really test the goalkeeper and get past those final defenders um, I'm not saying they've not got the ability or the capability to but Erif Town are defending superbly and you're and if you're um, if you're Adam Woodward um, the Erif Town manager you'll be really happy with how your team's playing today because they've come they've come from a goal down away um, against the team in a higher division with a decent crowd in front of them and you know, they've, they've scored two good goals to get back into the game and, and they've been very... Mo modest is the right word, you know. Sometimes you see teams get a little bit leery when they take the lead or, you know, they, they you see them whispering your thing to the old player, but they're not. As we said in the first half, they're getting on with their job. They're well-disciplined. They know what they need to do. 
Adam Woodburn's got playing well. It's a nice ball over the top here to the 14, who's the captain out on the side. He's going to play the ball back across goal. Oh, and they're just just a little bit too far behind. But as I said, Irritan are really well disciplined, playing really nice stuff, and and just getting their job done. And that's what you really want with what 10, 15 minutes to go. There's another thing as well. I'm not sure if people uh, who come to these games listen to it know these people, but. I'm not sure if this is something to add to the Acton Millwall bingo. Um, possibly not. It might be a wild card if we play Acton Millwall poker uh, shot games. But it's a Sesame Street t-shirt. Full grown man. Sesame Street t-shirt. I can even see the sign on the back of his shirt. I wonder what's on the front. Let's, let's, let's have a guess. Elmo. What, what, what's, what's the grouch? Oscar. Oscar the grouch. Big bird. Don't know. I might go and have a look, but Sesame Street, really interesting one. Back to the game. And the pre-match prediction goes out the window because it is now Erith and Belvedere 2, Erith Town 2. Um, a really nicely worked goal from Erith and Belvedere. Um, a ball played forward. Erith and Belvedere get the ball on the edge of the area and put it nicely into the bottom corner. If you're looking at the goal, the bottom left-hand corner, um, down to the keeper's right, he's got no chance here of 10. It's now 2 all. Um, I, didn't, I didn't see it being a 2 all game. Um, Erith Tatton a moment ago had a couple of corners that they really arguably probably should have done more with. Um, but they have been in the driving seat. When you say, Chris, Erith Tatton been in the driving seat. For the first half of the second half, yes, I'd say so. But the last 10 minutes, Erith and Belvedere have a little prediction that they might win this 3-2. Oh, so there we go. There's a 3-2. I said a 2-1 before the game started. It's now 2-1 where if the town were the better team. Erith and Belvedere have just played the ball across goal. And oh, just too long. Just too long. Um, so, yeah, this is a very feisty last few minutes of the game, um, especially with that goal now, because Erith and Belvedere were slightly, slightly flat up till the last 5-10 minutes. And now that goal was has changed the complexity, complexity, ladies and gentlemen, of the game. It's two all, score draw, and um, well, we've got five, ten minutes left, so it's, uh, yeah, it's anyone's to take, and and with those top two promotion places now taken, you, you, they're playing for pride, don't get me wrong, but it's also bragging rights, you know, they're, uh, it's uh, two two local teams, you know, they're, they're about a couple of miles apart from each other, two, three miles apart, Um both obviously um, namesake wise exactly the same and they just want to be the superior local team so interesting last couple of minutes here with Tan on the attack now breaking down of breaking down it's been played out to the left it's been put in. oh and there it is Three, two, liches. I just started the last voice note, and we said that Irvin Tam would be back. Oh, Irvin Belvedere, should I say, we're back in the game. A ball was played long, really nicely done, slotted through to the 14 on the left-hand side. He's had a shot. It was going down towards the bottom corner. I'm not overly sure if there was enough power for it to go in. Um, it, it could have done. So, so you, you'll never know because then an Irvin Belvedere defender slid in, and he's put it into his own bottom corner. Three, two, Irvin Town. And just what a game. What a game. What a local derby. And it will be if it stays like this here. If it's under the bragging rights, you can hear you can hear everyone cheering. How well it's going. Goalkeepers come up to join in the celebrations. The, the, oh, I tell you what, it's, it's unbelievable here. Really, really good game. Really good game. And it's the Dockers who lead the Deers. The final whistle was sounded. Um, and from those voice notes that I just uh, recorded... Um, and looking at the times, it was, and looking at the Twitter as well, 
it was um, it was in the 88th, 89th minute, and that's why you could see the reaction from the players. Uh, really, really good game. Cannot emphasise enough how good a game that was. There was some good quality in there, some nice passing, some decent passes. Really well done. Good work from the match officials. Great goals and a real, real testament. Neither team can be disappointed with that. I know Irith and Belvedere will be, uh, you know, to lose so late in the game against the local rivals. But, honestly, Irith and Belvedere can have their head higher. Irith Town can have their head higher. What a game of football that was, dear listener. Five really good, nicely taken goals. Yes, one was an own goal, but still, really nicely taken goals. Good advert for this level and a great advert for grassroots football. Uh, I'm not sure what I'll record after this. There could be a few other bits and pieces, but if not, this is Michael Avery for Acton Grassroots signing off, and congratulations to Adam Woodward, Erith Town, and commiserations to Erith and Belvedere. Up the Dockers, up the Deers. Blondie is now playing on the uh, tinny tannoy, so let's have a little boogie. Atomic. Achtung. Adam, great to have you back on the podcast, mate. What a game today. That's the first thing I'll say. 3-2, Dan. And as I said in some of those voice notes, which I'll send over to you, just, yeah. just, so, you, just so you get your approval. But um, a real test of character, wasn't it? I mean, I mean, you're at Irith and Belvedere, which is their grand. A lot of their fans here. Went 1-0, Dan. Then up winning the game 3-2. How did you see the game going, mate? Um, I felt, first half, they do play some good football. Obviously, they've come off the back of a loss, a heavy loss at Chatham. So it was how they was going to bounce back. And to be honest, I thought they do play some really, really good stuff. Um, we had a game plan. Obviously, we lost. Um, who did we lose? Someone come off. Who come off for Chalker? Uh, Gamble come yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, Gamble yeah, yeah. Off, so, yeah, Gam- yeah. Harry Gamble's a big part of our team. Um, and to yeah, lose, he's been, him, he's, been, he's been integral this yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. And to lose him to come off, and then to bring a Joe Chalker on, who's 17 years of age, I felt we managed to get in at half time to re-address uh, what we needed to do. But I thought we defended exceptionally today. Yeah, no, and, and that's that's one of the voice notes and I just said to you before we started recording. Irith and Belvedere, there was a few times they did knock the ball around nicely, but you just defended so well. I've got to mention as well, though, did you think it was in that goal that he had from the corner? Yeah, it was, yeah. I, I thought it was in from where I was. Uh, the linesman obviously came straight up straight away. But again, it's, it's credit to Tom. Like To be honest, I felt Tom weren't great today. Um, he's been exceptionally a 17-year-old kid and he's been really, really good all season. I dug him out a little bit at half-time for the, um, for the goal. I didn't think he got tight enough. And to be fair, I dug him out again for the second goal because I thought his header was terrible. But he's popped up with a great header there. Yeah, that no, was a great goal. And the thing was as well, so you've gone 2-1 up. You're pretty in control. Like, like Chris is with me now, who was in the stands. We, we pretty much agreed that, you know, Irith Town were defensively very solid, very, very disciplined. You, you've instilled a real discipline into the team. And then they score. And looking on their Twitter, Irith Belvedere, it's the 88th minute. What a reaction from your side to score a couple of minutes later. I know it was an own goal, but still, it was going in anyway, oh, wasn't it? I don't think Stephen will have that. Um, <laughs> you know what? I thought once he went to I thought it'd be the same story. We've been very unlucky this season with certain things and chances but I think you make your own luck and I thought um, some games this season we've, we've played really well and come away with a loss and today I thought we was exceptional and we got that little bit of luck at the end but again it's great credit to Stebham because I'm his biggest critic um, we argue quite a bit about the goals ratio to chances he has but to be honest he's had two chances I think today Stebham and he's scored them both yeah and, and they're, they're good goals uh, Chatham and uh 
Chapman Sheppy uh, promoted, as we know from the division this season. You know they they were Sheppy, especially as we said during the game, they were they were head and shoulders. They was up there all season, weren't they? Aspirations for next season. What we're we looking at? You've just signed the three-year deal, which is fantastic for you personally as well. So what we're we looking at? Clubs on the up. Um, I want to finish as we can. I want to win a league next year, and that's a bold statement. I know people will say that's a bold statement, but I think we had uh, two or three players to the group we've already got. We've got a very, very good bunch of youngsters coming through. I think we finished the game with Tom Ash, a 17-year-old, Jude, 17-year-old at right back, Tom Ash's centre-half, 17. Lenny Barnes has come on, 17 in centre midfield. Uh, Joe Chalker, 17, right midfield. Uh, E-Man, 18, left midfield. So we've, these youngsters have had a little bed in this season and maybe at times when we lost certain senior players, I maybe should have got more senior players in, but I bought the youngsters and played them and I think it'll put them in good stead for next year. Yeah, exactly. And the fingers as well up. Like So well, we, we covered the game for the under-18s against Portsmouth. We saw some good players there. Um, I went to, I, I was on the line for the under-23 game you had in the, in the London FA game. Um, you've got some good youngsters going through there. The future's bright, really. And, and to be honest with you, you, you had you had that purple patch, didn't you, at the start of the season where you was on a really good run. So if you can obviously maintain that consistency, there's no reason why you won't be top of the, t- top of the table, really, if it all goes well. Listen, I, I, it's a bold, bold statement saying I think we're in the league, but I think um, there'll be seven or eight sides that'll be saying that next year. Yeah, of course. Um, that have got aspirations to win the league. And we're in this division, and there's no point me saying we don't want to win the league. Um, because that's no good. My aspiration is to win the league next year. Okay, and final, final thing before we go, mate. Um, mention for here from Belvedere, because you've got to be honest, I know they're local rivals just down the road and there's all the brag, bragging rights, but they played well today. Um, and what, what have you got to say for fans who are listening to this and think, you know what, I might get down to here from Tan and here from Belvedere and all these things <laughs> yeah, next you, season? You know, it was it was good. Jordy, Jordy done well today. This is good today. Good day out for the kids. But I know you said at the start, there was a lot of here from Belvedere fans. I think you'll find there's 50, 60 here of Tan fans that we're picking up now. Um, they were here today and they've done really well and they deserve that because we've had the fans are, are really good with me and we've had a terrible terrible last couple of months and I have to take um, responsibility for that because uh, I'm the manager of the football side but they deserve that win today and the bragging rights yeah Adam is an always absolute pleasure mate Brilliant. and, and good thank luck you. rest of the season thank you for listening to Aspen Media if you enjoyed the show please head over to Apple Podcast and leave us a cheeky little review a till next time Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan turning a side hustle into a full hustle or even missed open enrollment want more flexibility find out more about united healthcare insurance plans at uh1.com hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands and the best part they're all about safe ethical and responsible manufacturing Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.